0: Everyone, I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll continue where we left off the new tractate, Tainus, kind of tractate. 3a on the top. So, yesterday we learned, yesterday we learned uh, the, the argument when do you start saying, when do you start mentioning Mashavaru Geshem? We have the opinion of Rabbi you start first day of Sukkahs, opinion of Rabbi you start. Shmini Atzeres, and then we learned the opinion of Rabbi Judah ben Seira, who says that we start on the second day of Sukkot. In the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, we learn we start on on the, on the sixth day of Sukkot. And then we had the opinion, Rabbi Yehuda, basically agrees with Rabbi Yeshua that we start on Shemini but instead of starting in the morning, we start in the in the uh, in the Musaf with the Musaf prayer. That's when we start mentioning the rain. And yesterday we learned, what's the reasoning of Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, so we understand the reason of Rabbi Lazar, because he says, he says that um, since... Sukkot is when we judge on the water and the lulav and the asterisk and the arav and the adasim is all because they grow on the water. And it's a time from this when you pour the libation on the water because it's all about the water. So therefore we should mention the rain. It's a time to mention the rain. Yeshua says, no, it's not, it's not good to you're gonna mention the rain at a time when rain is a curse. Just like you don't mention it in the summertime. If it rains in the summer after Pesach you don't mention it, because if it rains after Pesach in Israel it's a curse, it's gonna destroy destroy the harvest. So you don't mention on Sukkahs, because if it rains on sukkahs it's a bad sign. So wait till wait till the end of sukkahs. Shminyatzar is no longer sitting in a the sukkah then you can, No longer obligated to sit in the sukkah, then you can mention this says that you wait till Musaf because Jerusalem, Talmud says because if you're going to wait at night, at night people and not everyone comes to shul at night, so some people are going to say some people won't say, If you're going to say it the next morning everyone who comes to shul in the morning won't, will think to themselves that probably they started saying last night, We were not a shul last night, so the next year some are going to say, something. you can't say half of the half of the community doing one thing, half the community doing the other thing, so therefore you wait till Musaf."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's the reasoning of the good of a says, because we do you learn out even though it, how do we know that there's a water libation? The Torah it only says a wine libation. But it's Allah <laughs> emotion we see that received it at Sinai. but it's hinted in the Torah Where's it hinted in the Torah Because it says buz buz is on the second day of, of second day of Sukkot is every day it says, Ex- that you should bring all these sacrifices, besides the daily sacrifice and the mincha that accompanies the daily sacrifice, and it's it's libation veniska. When it comes to the second day, the Torah changes it. Instead of saying veniska, it says v'niskehem. hem. meaning the libation for the for the daily sacrifice and the libation for the extra bulls that they brought for the Musab sacrifice. Yeah. But since the Torah changes it, it gives an extra Mem. Even though the Torah spells out Vineskayim with a Yud, but you could write Vineskayim without a Yud. Maybe elsewhere in the Torah it says Vineskayim without a Yud. So to say Vineskayim really, it it compels you to add a Mem. So the Torah adds a Mem. So we have one Mem. On the sixth day, it says, Unusachého, and it's, by patience referring to the daily sacrifice, in the plural, because now you have two libations. Usually, all year round, you have one libation accompanying the daily sacrifice. The wine libation. Here you have the wine libation together with the water libation. So, unlike every other day, it just says, Veniska, the adds a yud, in the plural. So, you're adding a yud. And then the last day, the se- seventh day, it says, Kim Mishpatam, like its rule. As, uh, like the halacha, like it's, so, usually it says kamishpat. Here it says kamishpat. and Taita adds a mem, so it's the mem of the second day and the yud, the extra yud on the sixth day and the zayin and then the seventh day. The extra mem spells out mayim. The Taita is hinting that you should give water. The reason why the Taita adds the mem kamishpatam because. That's the the judgment. At the end, that's the judgment. The, the, the sukkah is a time when you're being judged in the water. Yeah. That's like the seventh day. A shayin that's the end of the judgment. Now, so because we learn out, Mayy, because we learn out the water is hinted the second day, that's what Rabbi said, whatever the Te'eda says the second day. And then Rabbi Kiba says the sixth day. Rabbi Kiba says the sixth day because it says on the sacheha, the title says it's it's when uh, so uh, so the mother has how do I know the talking about two libations maybe the tailor means you give a double libation two, two sets of wine two double libations and the usual so he says no because we learned Mayim so we know that the tailor is telling us that the extra libation is referring to water so now the mother asks we continue in 3a on the top if he holds like a beholder in the name a the why does Rambam say you stop mentioning rain on the sixth day? Already stop mentioning rain on the second day. where does the Tana say clearly in the plural that you bring two libations to accompany the daily sac- the morning daily sacrifice? The Tana says it on the sixth day. He holds like Abu a Masaydah, because without Abu a Masaydah, without the Mayim, without the hint of Mayim, the extra letters on the second, and the sixth, and the seventh day, I would say, on the Sahel, and the plural means, the Pater means you should give a double portion of wine, twice the amount, the usual, a lot, in the plural. So but now, that, so I need the Mayim to, to reveal to me, to tell me when the Pater says in the plural Sahel, it doesn't mean two wines. It means wine and water. But since explicitly the Torah says in the plural, wine and water on the sixth day, so that's the time to mention it. Really. Why did the Taita give the hints of water on the second day and the sixth day? They could have chosen any three days. Because the second day is when Hashem divided the water. The second day is associated with water. The sixth day, man was created, man needs water. We need rain, we need water, we live off water, we live on rain. And the seventh day is when Hashem completed... Hashem completed, completed, the world, so therefore He mentions He mentions everything was complete, everything was perfect. so He mentions water, the second booz, beis vav zayin. Tani, will learn the Brayis three a in the third line. Tanya will learn the Brayis. i the name. It says in the pause. By kodesh It says in Parshas Pinchas, by the daily sacrifice. By kodesh Neseh nesech It says, You should pour, pour, a libation. Why does it say twice? The tater is talking about two libations. (laughs) According to the Rav this is the source that we learn that you have to give also a water libation. How do we know this? Maybe the tater is telling you that you have to give two libations of wine. If the Tate is saying you have to give two of the same, it should have repeated, but repeated the exact same language. Hasei Haseich and Nasach Nasuk. Maya Haseich Nasah. we know this comes from this. I learned Hadam Maya Okay. how do I know it's only sukkas? Sukkos. This passage is speaking about the daily sacrifice. Some say that he is relying on what Rabbi Kiva said. Since, by Sukkos, it says, clearly in the plural, that the daily sacrifice is accompanied by two libations. So the tater is telling us here, that it's two libations, it's not two wine, yeah. double double wine, two wine libations, but it's it's one wine and one water. But it's only only in the holiday of Sukkot. Okay. might continues. Elahod et That that we learned in our Mishnah. Shenitzachamayim kol shiva. That the border libation is all seven days of Sukkot is money. According to which opinion is this? Rabbi Yeshua says that we start mentioning mentioning the rain and Shmini name Namechadim. You should say that you only pour the water one day yeah. on the Shmini Atzeres. Anyway. So we were at the <laughs> the Gemara thinks so, the Gemata thinks that the mentioning <coughs> the mentioning of the rain is associated with the water libation. So according to Rabbi sure that we mention rain on the eighth day in Shmini so, so the water libation should be one day. Abakiva holds that we start mentioning the rain on the sixth day, then the sixth and the seventh. holds we start mentioning the rain on the second day, then the second through the seventh. So, who, do, who does the Mishnah go according What's the question? It goes according to the Beleza go to. It cannot go according to Rabbi, Rabbi Rabbi Yeshua. It cannot go according to Rabbi Akiva. It cannot go according to Rabbi Yehuda ve Miseydeh. Can't go either? So he might say, no. Really, it could go according to Rabbi Hud of Miseydeh. Don't eliminate Rabbi Yehuda ve Miseydeh. Severely, Rabbi Yehuda of Miseydeh holds Rabbi Yehuda of Maseydeh. He holds like our Mishnah. We learned in Sukkah that now we learned in the Mishnah, if you remember, Rabbi Yehuda ve Maseydeh, he argues on two things. He holds that it was a Lug, the amount of water was a log, and it was all eight days, including yeah. Shmini Atzeres. So Abiyudah Masei says you start you start mentioning rain on the second day. So the second day through Shmini says is seven days altogether. So he holds like Abiyudah on one thing, but he argues on like another thing. Abiyudah says you start mentioning all 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 eight days. You start pouring wine all, all eight days, starting yeah. from the first day. He says no, you start on the second day, and that's what the mission says seven. So the mission of seven could go. According to Rabbi Huda b'Maseida, Oma um, he just eliminates the first day, um, and instead he puts instead Shmini the eighth. The mother says, "No, you can't. You can't say that. You can't say that that mission follows Rabbi Huda b'Maseida. Why not? Because Why the first day according to Rabbi Huda you don't pour the water libation, you don't mention rain, and you don't pour the water libation. Why? Because the because the water, the hint of water, is hinted on the second day, not on the first day. So if that's the case, The end of the hint is the seventh. So anywhere between the second and the seventh day, yeah. that's when you pour the water libation, and that's when you mention the water. Yeah. Not the eighth day. So according to the word of you only pour water libation only for six days, not for seven days. So, that Mishnah that says that you poured the water libation for seven days cannot go according to Rabbi Huda of So, it's not according to Rabbi Akiva. According to Rabbi Akiva, there's only two days. It's not according to Rabbi Huda bin According to Rabbi Huda bin there's only, only six days. And not according to Rabbi Shua. According to Rabbi Shua, there's only one day. Shmini had said it. So, according to who does the Mishnah go, it says seven days. Ella, rather Rabbi Shua, he, the opinion of Rabbi Shua, who says he start mentioning rain from day one of Sukkot. Through the seventh day of Sukkot, that seven days.
1: He says
0: the Moshe that's what And Nisach HaMayim, called Shiva Hilchzak in So, where does he learn if that's the case? How does he know seven? It says, Buz. The hint in the Pasuk is only starting the second day. How do you know that you start the first day? See, oh, it's not from the verse. Not from Booz and not from aseich nesef, and not from nisochel. Like Avikiva says, no. and we know, of seven, days the day. and we know of seven days starting the first day. From Bika's base Chayson, he taught us three Allah's Number one, he taught us esinatias, that a field that has ten trees, young trees that are spread throughout the field the size of a saw, so 30 days before the Shemitah, you're allowed to plow, you're allowed to plow that field. There's a sabbatical year, so we know that even though the Torah forbids you from working the land during the sabbatical year, but we have, the Torah also tells us to add to the sabbatical year, to take it in early you're not allowed to you're not, you're not allowed to plow the field already starting from before 30 days before a month before. but nevertheless we have that young plants and there's an argument till when are the trees called young yeah. um, till they're, they're four or five years old or Rabbi be says till they're seven years old that young plant plantly, uh, plants the young trees you're allowed to plow if you have 10 young trees within 2500 amas, a square of 2500 amas, you're allowed to um, you're allowed to plow up until up until Rishish, uh, because otherwise they're going to dry up and they'll be ruined the title doesn't want us to destroy to ruin our trees the point of Shemitah is not to ruin us and financially ruin us and destroy us. It's to remember, like Shabbos, remember there's a God in this world. So this prohibition of adding, of extending the is the prohibitions, even before, 30 days before, doesn't apply much received receive from Hashem, it doesn't apply to young trees. Hashem wants us to nurture they need nurturing, they need extra care. So up until Rosh the Hashanah you're allowed to work the tree. What base 410 yeah. oh, is? Halacha <laughs> number two, I love that you take the willow in the Beis of Migdash. Ansuk is in an addition to the four species, in addition to the four species, which the adrava, the willow, is one of them. In addition, there's a separate mitzvah that we used to take a willow and, and surround, circle the mizbeach, the altar. Yeah. And then put
1: it on
0: And then the third thing, and pouring the water on the seventh day of sukkah, is all of, all these three is Allah. <laughs> that although we start mentioning rain in the eighth day, but when do we start mentioning only the chazan of Musa? The of Musa, which was a separate chazan The chazen of Shachar is in the morning prayer, Einim came to additional Pesach, additional Maskeh, still says Mashev in and Maskeh doesn't say, we no longer, we stop saying Mashev say, 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 a Musaf of the first day of
1: Pesach.
0: <laughs> hey, Rabbi Yeshua, who is Rabbi Yeshua? Rabbi Huda said in his name, it can't be Rabbi Yeshua of our mission. Already from the morning prayer, you start mentioning. How could Rabbi Huda say in his name, you start saying from, from the What? Well, why during the day? Maybe even start earlier. Maybe the night prayer. It's like Abel Ezer. The mother already said. Abel Ezer said you start the first day because of the luluf. The luluf you start during the day, not at night. So therefore, he says clearly in the brayse, because of the Lulu, like the luluf. So therefore, when he says the day, he means the day, not the night. If Rabbi Yeshua would have meant the eighth day at night, he should have said it it explicitly. Since he doesn't say it explicitly, surely he means the morning. But not the Muslim. From the morning you start saying. So which Rabbi Yeshua is Rabbi Huda quoting? El or rather, Rabbi Yeshua, the Brai, says, Rabbi Yeshua of a Brai, when he places, when he puts away the lulav, that's when you start mentioning the rain. On the the seventh. which means starting the evening the seventh at the end of the seventh day you put you put away the luluf you no longer shake the luluf so that I night you already start saying who this so says in his name no not from the night but from musa Oh in addition another table in the but I sit up with them so Ben Beiser would in the name of Ben Beiser I there's Musaf, TV to Wagner again Wherever Davin's mask the last one no the last day of sukos so the last one wherever Davin's Mussaf mentions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Shminyat said mentions Masha Baruch Hey, Which Bimbeseda did Abihuda say in his name? E. you say We learn the Brahis, <laughs> <laughs> the says that you start saying from the second day. Because the hint of water starts with the second day. So which Bimbeseda is it? he <laughs> said, Hey, but can I be sure of in this case, when he says in the name of Bem it it means in the name of Rabbi Yeshua Ben
1: Yeah.
0: When Rabbi Huda says in the name of Rabbi Yeshua, and when you say in Ben it's one and the same. It's not Rabbi Yeshua now a missioner. Huh? It's not. Oh, so you might ask uh, two questions. Firstly, how, who which Rabbi Yeshua is it? If it's Rabbi Shua and our Mishnah, Rabbi Shua says, our Mishnah, you starts saying from the morning. You start mentioning rain. The morning, Shmi'at says. If Rabbi Shua and the B'raisi, he says, the moment you put down the lulavs, he starts mentioning it at night, not Musaf. So which Rabbi Shua is yeah. And also, when he said, Rabbi Huda says in the name of Ben Beseda, that you start mentioning it from Musaf, again, which Ben Beseda? Rabbi Huda Ben said, we just learned, said he starts mentioning rain on the second day of, of Sukkot, it's not the eighth day in Musaf. The mother answers both questions, both questions with one answer. Ben besedra and Rabbi Yeshua is one and the same. Rabbi Yeshua Ben besedra <laughs> Not Rabbi Yeshua of our Not Rabbi Yeshua of the uh, This There's the third one, Rabbi Yeshua Ben besedra Rabbi Yeshua Ben besedra holds. And that's what Rabbi Huda is quoting, and that's his opinion. He holds like Rabbi Yeshua Ben besedra This is the fifth opinion that holds in Shemini yat Actually, sixth opinion. <laughs> Because you, you have six opinions. Rabbi, Rabbi Lezir says it's the first day. Rabbi Lezir says it's the second day. Rabbi Kiva says the sixth day. The um, Rabbi Yeshua says the Sheminiyat Zedas. But which Sheminiyat Zedas? In the morning. Rabbi Yeshua of the bride who says Sheminiyat Zedas at night the, first night. the night of Mairim is going into Sheminiyat Zedas. And Rabbi Yehuda, the name of Rabbi Yeshua of the says from Musa. <laughs> Six-lane <laughs> highway. His name, was it, they... Let's see
1: what
0: the Gemara says. Okay. 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 Yeah. So when is he called Rabbi Shua? When is he called Ben Maseida? By his name, Yeshua, and by his father's name. Before he became his own <inaudible> smicha, right, he's not so significant. So we call him the son of Mabasa. That's his claim to fame. Why? When do you start calling him by his name? His own claim to fame is Mabasa. He got smicha, Okay, now he's now he's significant. Now he's uh-huh. significant enough to name his own name. Oh, See, The brayzer so 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 said he said the name of Yeshua. The Buddha says the name of Yeshua. He was already he, he was already significant. He had smicha. When he said in the name of Benbesserer That was uh when I said in the name of Benbesserer he was he was before he became Gatzmich. Okay mm-hmm. then we learned We learned the battle We guys we got You're not obligated to praise Hashem for giving us dew or for giving us wind. If you want to praise Hashem, mention it, fine. My time. Why didn't the rabbis obligate? When it comes to rain, we're obligated to praise Hashem, to mention the rain. You're obligated during the winter to mention the rain. But but, uh, you're not obligated to mention the dew and the wind. Why not? because they never stop, because without that, the world can, well, is unsustainable. So it has nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do with us. It's independent of us. Hashem takes care of us. We're worthy. We're not worthy.
1: Mm-hmm. There's
0: always due. When it comes to rain, it's up to us. We have to be worthy. If you're worthy, if you act morally, Hashem will give you rain. If not, then abundance. If not, there won't be rain. Mm. Because that's up to us, because you can live with, because the world won't be destroyed without the rain. But without dew, without wind, it's impossible to sustain. That's why you don't have to daven for it. What are you davening? Davening means something that we do. Just like rain. Rain comes from the evaporation of the water below. We daven. And Hashem responds. But this has nothing to do with us. It's independent of us. It's beyond us. We don't affect it in any way, shape, or form. So it's not part of davening. You don't have to, but if you want, because it's not the hit. The town only so how do we know that the dew never, never stops? Uh, See, it says in the Pasuk, when Eliyahu Navi made a, an oath that he's going to stop the rain and he made a drought when Ahav built the city of Jericho and he cursed him and he swore there's, there's going to be a drought. Uh, drought. Uh, Eliyahu Atishbi at says, Gilad, who lived in Gilead, he said to Ahav, the king Ahab. I swear by the life of Hashem the God of Israel which I stood before him whether these years you're going to have dew and rain only according to my command Hashem is going to listen to me and there won't be any rain Uksivan it says when Hashem send Elio after three years of a terrible drought it wasn't a drop of rain Hashem sends Elio to lech to Achav. Show and I'm going to give rain. What what about dew? Uh, Elio swore that he's going to. There's not going to be any dew and rain. Only going to be a, according to me. And then when Hashem sends him three years later, that he will give rain. Only says rain. He only mentions rain. What happened to the dew? My timer. Why? Because mishum. The reason is even though Elio swore Hashem says I'm sorry with all due respect I'm not stopping the, the do." therefore he didn't have to return it restore the do. the do never stopped why did Elio mention, mention do? didn't he know that you can't stop it? So he says this is what Elio said to Acha when he
1: swore
0: there's do that brings a blessing that causes things to grow and that won't, won't come. Okay. But if that's the case, still, the question remains. Okay, so he's saying there's two types of do's. There's a do that never stops. But then there's an additional do that brings a blessing. So that he deprived Israel from. So why didn't after three years, Hashem restore the do of the blessing? But it says, and milsa." You can't really tell the difference; it's very hard to distinguish. Do is do. Yeah. Tell it to distinguish: the do that doesn't bring a blessing, and do that extra brings an extra blessing. It's, it's hard to detect. So even if Hashem would have told him to restore, he wouldn't have been able to tell the difference. He says, "What do you mean? I see this do. I don't see there's any change." But rain there's a discernible difference. Just what we're arguing for it, uh, sure, for that do for the one who gives the blessing. The same Why do we say talo"? that's okay so we brought a proof that the dew doesn't stop how do we know that the wind doesn't stop we're continuing on side b 3b i've spread you like the four winds the four winds of the heaven I've spread you throughout the world my kamalu what's Hashem telling the Jewish people <speaking in Hebrew> I spread you I dispersed you throughout all the four corners of the world like four literally Hashem dispersed us amongst all four corners of the world of the earth not ki like the four corners in the four corners this is what he's saying it's just like the world cannot last without wind to cool off the heat. Otherwise, we would die. That's mm-hmm. a He's comparing the Jewish people to the wind, just like the four the winds. The wind, the world cannot survive for a moment without the winds. So, the world cannot survive without the Jewish people. Without the Jewish people, the whole world will, will disintegrate. So from here we see clearly that the winds never stop. That's why there's no obligation to mention. If you like
1: to mention,
0: fine. In the summer, from Pesach, in the spring and the summer, from Pesach till Sukkot till the fall. So I'm thinking. If he says give wind, Maybe you don't make him, you don't force him to repeat the Sheminesh. So we have, because he didn't. It's no, he didn't uh, there's nothing wrong with mentioning wind. The wind never stops. Right. Uh, um, but if, if he prays for rain, if he mentions rain, if in the summer you say by mistake after Pesach he say by mistake but you are still six months, seven months you were saying and you're davening yeah, yeah. a remote control. Most people do most of the time. So yeah. automatically you're just so used to saying, and saying oops. you have to start to finesse it over again. It's an interruption. Because rain in the summer, rain in, the, is, 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 it's not in Israel is a curse.
1: But why? Masinanis. It's only in Israel, not here though. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that, no, no. But that's the main thing. Yeah.
0: You want Israel to be blessed. Uh,
1: All right. Right.
0: In the winter. little If you don't mention Masha who cares? There's no obligation to say it at all. But since the rabbi has said you must pray for rain, you must mention rain, it's a time of rain, so if you don't mention it, you have, you have to do the Shemesri over again. Not only that, even even if he didn't say rain, but if he said that Hashem. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Even if he mentioned rain, but instead of saying Mashavaruch Um made it at all, instead of saying that Hashem brings wind and Hashem gives us do, instead he says Hashem removes the wind. And removes blows away the dew, that it shouldn't, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't reach, touch the earth, because it doesn't matter. It's always there. So not only if he doesn't say tau, even if he says it wrongly, Hashem should remove it. Hashem should remove the wind. remove the tau, it doesn't make any difference because it doesn't help anyway. Surely there's going to be dew and surely there's going to be... So you're not ruining anything. So even if he's saying a lie,
1: it's,
0: it's not. You don't force him to say to repeat the shemneser. Mm-hmm.
1: At what point does he have to repeat? He, to himself, right? he can't just go, the first three blessings are <inaudible> the like one set,
0: so you can't just go back to the second <inaudible> blessing, even though you mentioned the second blessing, <inaudible> you have to go back from the beginning. Right. Yeah. So if you don't so say, Mashaviroch, Mashaviroch, if you don't say, from, from Pesach, from Sukkot to Pesach, or if you say from to Pesach to Sukkot, you have to go back. But if you, you don't mention or if you say something wrong, not mashbul, Hashem should give wind. Hashem should take away the win, remove the wind, remove the do, even, right. though, even though it's a falsehood, it can't be, it's not considered interruption. So, an interesting parallel to that, what if a person <laughs> says Yalavi Yavi in the middle of a regular weekday? You add something, it's not true. It's not Yalavi, it's not Ch'rish Ch'aydish. But uh, you're saying Yalavi by mistake, you said Yalavi Yavi. For some reason, you thought it was Ch'rish Is it considered an interruption? Do you have to go back and not? From here, maybe it would seem that you don't have to. Because even though you're saying something false, you're saying something that's not true, you're asking Hashem yeah. to remove the wind, it's impossible. Hashem never removes the wind. You're asking Hashem to remove the dew; it's not possible. Hashem never removes the do.
1: Nevertheless, you don't
0: have to, it's not considered an interruption. By the way, there is an exception. Every rule is an
1: exception. King David. King David
0: cursed Mount Gilboa. If you travel, you can see it till today. It's amazing. Half of the mountain is beer. Nothing grows. The other half is lush. Huh. Mount Gabo is where Shol was killed. Shol killed himself and, and the son died and the whole... was defeat of the Jewish people. So David cursed the mountain. Dew should, should never fall in that mountain. So that whole side of the mountain, till today, is not a drop of moisture, not a drop of grass, because of David's curse. Because it was a special curse. Because it's unusual. It's impossible. How could it be not, not be any dew? That was a special <laughs> curse of, of, of David
1: <laughs> <laughs> We learned
0: that if you praise Hashem, Hashem fills the heavens with sc- skies, with clouds, and, and there's wind, you're not obligated. If you want, you could. And it's not considered an interruption. You're adding things, I consider an interruption. My time, but why? Why didn't the rabbis obligate us? Because it doesn't stop. You always have clouds. There's no need to dab them for it. Is that true? Clouds and wind, le matri? We say in the second parsha of Shema, in Vahayim parsha's eke, it says Hashem will stop the heavens. It means Hashem will stop will remove these clouds and, and the wind. you say how do I know that's what the Pasuk means? Perhaps maybe the Pasuk means that Hashem will hold back the rain. So he says when so he says says clearly there won't be rain. No. What's the what's the referring He's to? He's saying He's something rain. else. Two yeah. things. He'll stop the rain and I'm going to stop the heavens. What am I stopping yeah. exactly? So surely it means... There won't be any clouds and there won't be any wind. So we can... Firstly, you brought a proof earlier that winds don't stop. You brought a clear proof that Hashem compares the Navi. Hashem compares to the Jewish people yeah. to the four winds, the winds and no all. Just yeah. like the wind never stops, yeah. the world is essential. The winds are essential. The world cannot last without winds. Okay. So too, the Jewish people are essential. Even when they disperse throughout all four corners of the world, nevertheless, they will always remain, always be intact because they are essential. Without them, the world cannot exist. So that's a proof that the wind doesn't stop. Here you are telling me the wind does stop. So it's a contradiction. Yeah. So kasha ruchas are The and also avim. avim. Also clouds, because here you say that clouds will stop. Yeah. And previously you said that the reason why the rabbis didn't obligate you to mention clouds, because clouds don't mm-hmm. stop. He never brought a proof. What's the proof that clouds don't stop? But but it's a contradiction of one brace and the other. So you might answer, uh-huh. like Kasha. It's not a contradiction between the two braces. Here the one braces says clouds don't stop. And here the Brises says clouds do stop because ha oh, b'charfi. There's the clouds that come early before it starts raining. The clouds that come before the rain that never stops. Oh, the Brises that says Hashem will hold up the clouds, but actually the clouds that come later after the rain. Mm. So those clouds sometimes sometimes will stop. So, we don't say so it's not a contradiction. Ruh is is like Also, the wind is not a contradiction. Oh, the first bris that says that the clouds don't stop. Beruach I mean, the wind, the wind doesn't stop. Ruch a, a regular wind, regular winds you always have. Otherwise, the world couldn't exist. And that's why the Jewish people compared to the wind. here the bris says Hashem will stop the wind. strong wind. A hurricane, a strong wind, a gale wind, that Hashem will stop. And the rabbis didn't institute that we should should mention it because it's not necessary for the the upkeep of the world. The upkeep of the world is enough to have regular wind. You don't have to mention and praise Hashem for these unusual winds. We see that it is. It is beneficial. Because when you throw, when you throw, for the grain, when you you produce the grain, so you throw it up to the wind, it's winnowing. You throw it up to the wind and the wind... blows away the shaft and the kernels okay. drop so to the ground so you need a strong wind, wind is good so why didn't, why didn't the rabbis why didn't the rabbi so is an original, act yeah. that you should mention the, the unusual wind okay. mm-hmm. thank hashem for the unusual uh, wind. what it. it says yeah. because i have an option I, there's another way to separate the shaft so from the kernels without a wind it's through a sieve okay. <laughs> so it's not essential you're only praising Hashem for things that are essential. Rain is essential. You can't survive without rain. Wind, even an unusual wind, a strong wind, yes, it's very beneficial. It makes it easier. I don't need, I don't need, a, I don't need a whole production. I just throw it up, and Hashem's wind takes care of it. It's beautiful. But I, it's not essential. I can live without it. It's a luxury. I can, I can live without it. It's, I, it's not, so it's not an obligation to mention that, to praise Hashem for it. And that wind, Hashem could hold up. But a regular wind, a normal wind, a, a soft wind—that's something that the world can't survive without.
1: Uh-huh. So therefore,
0: there's no, that therefore that's a wind that's surely, and that okay, you don't okay. have to mention that because you uh, whether you're worthy know, or not worthy, Hashem yeah. will always provide that win for us. So Tanah, we learn. Tana, we learn. The Baruch is Shni is Lamot. Clouds and wind are second. Second to, no. to rain in the, ben, in the benefits, how, in, in how, how they benefit us. Right. They they're almost as no. useful as rain. Hechidami, how is Rabbi Ahmadullah said, we're talking about the basim mitr, the clouds and the wind that come after the rain. The clouds and the wind that come after the rain are almost as beneficial as the rain itself. You want to say it, you see it, it's a good quality, it's a good thing. It says, It says, in the curses, in Kisavay, in the 98 curses, it says, Hashem should give rain, dust, and earth until it will destroy you. And said, What does the Pasuk mean? Lsaica, the Busamiteity, referring to the wind that comes after the rain, because rain creates mud. Then when you have wind that comes after the rain, so the wind carries the mud, and it covers everything, all the fruits and all the grain with the mud, and then it destroys it. Now then it becomes hardened, it ruins and destroys the crop. Mm-hmm. So how could you say that the wind? And the clouds that come after the rain is almost as good as the rain. It's just one level lower than the rain. It's just beneficial. Beneficial? It's a curse. Now you have rain. Everything is muddy. And now you're going to have the wind come and carry this mud and cover everything, all the crop and all the fruits with this mud. It's going to ruin and destroy everything. It's a punishment. It's a punishment. It's not a good thing. Well, like Kasha, it's not a contradiction. Ha, the awesome when we said in the Braise uh, that this wind is good, almost sa- it's second to the rain, as good, almost as good as the rain is talking about. When the rain that came before came nicely, a nice rain. Regular rain, a normal rain. Then the wind is beneficial. The wind and the cloud that comes after is beneficial. But Ha, uh, that Ula said that it's a curse that it ruins and destroys the that the uh, rain came uh, strong, uh, yeah. with strength, <laughs> so it created the mud, and then the wind that comes afterwards plasters everything with the mud. Then it's destructive. You buy or if you want, I'll say, "Hud, uh, uh, my love."
1: Doesn't say clearly that So, even if it's wine, because because it's
0: actually saying the same thing it's just a different expression how my lava my if the rain comes down nicely, then the rain doesn't cause dust and mud and dust, so therefore the wind that comes after won't do any damage but if the rain comes down heavily, then it creates a lot of dust and it creates a lot of mud and dust, and then the wind that comes after will be destructive as a curse
1: yeah
0: another thing that Buddha says: the 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 wind that comes after the rain is as good as the rain. Eva the and the clouds that come after the rain also are beneficial, just like the rain. Shimshu the The sun comes out after the rain; it's the equivalent of two rains, It's <laughs> doubly good. says, What do you, so what are you coming to exclude? You're saying no matter what happens after the rain, it's good, it's beneficial. If there's a wind, it's beneficial. If, cloudy, it's, beneficial. if, it's, windy, it's, beneficial. if it's cloudy, it's beneficial. If it's windy, it's beneficial. If it's cloudy, it's beneficial. If it's sunny, it's beneficial. So what's not beneficial? Anything that happens after the rain is beneficial. He says Lamuti is coming to exclude gili the leila, clouds that come, uh, 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 lightning, patches, lightning that come at night after the rain. Yeah. That's not beneficial. Because at night you can see it. But but any lightning, lightning that comes, that you see at night, that lights up the night. But of course, if it's lightning during the day, it's the same thing. And if the sun shines, peeks through between the clouds, some parts are patchy, some parts you have sun, some parts you don't have sun. So then... You don't have the benefit of the cloud. You don't have the benefit of the sun. and You don't have... It's not light. It's not cloudy. (laughs) Then it's no good. Snow is beneficial to mountains five times more than rainfall. Why? Because rain that comes in the mountain, if you're trying to grow anything in the mountain, the rain immediately flows away. snow is slow. slow because it stays there and then it melts and then it's absorbed. So it's five times more beneficial than the rain. Then what it says? It says in Job, He said to the snow, you should come to the earth. And he says... Geshem, mutter, geshem, mitris. So five times, five mentions of geshem, geshem, mutter, geshem, mitris in the plural. So he says when Hashem tells the snow to come down, he helps like five times the earth. So the earth doesn't matter. The earth doesn't matter. It's the mountains that matter. The mountains it flows off. The water flows away. But the, the snow stays. Mm. One, Rav, another thing Rav says, the snow helps the mountains. A rain that comes down powerfully, a mighty rain, helps the trees. But uh, rain, if it rains gently, a gentle rain, helps for the fruits, for the grain. for the grain. But filler... Or feel we continue a foray, or fill a very like a drop of rain, drizzle, light a rain. drizzle, slight yeah. Yeah. rain. Even
1: yeah.
0: for for the seeds yeah. that's under under the, under the earth, it helps
1: yeah. that they
0: start growing. My Urupiloi, what's What it says, Urupili. It, it uh, closes up the cracks right. in the ground.
1: Right.
0: So it says, right. Afilu, so urupili yeah, exactly. means even, so even a, a, a drizzle also has that effect.
1: Okay. No, I, I already got confused, I forgot what they're talking about
0: one last piece va rab rab says i turbam it a button a torus collar
1: okay so then we continue He's
0: young and sharp damill the partcidendo to sicolla is compared to a seed that's under the ground given like the novit novit once it starts sprouting it start. It doesn't stop. It just continues to sprout and to grow until it becomes a mighty, sturdy tree. That was once their name. Once they make a name and they acquire a name, and they start sprouting, and there's no, there's no stop. It just continues to grow and grow and get. So everyone have a wonderful, wonderful day.